Aloha. What is up? Welcome to Mel's Inspiration Station, aka Miss Podcast, where it's all about inspiration, motivation, and advice to stay healthy, positive, and humble with less filter and more truth, of course. You're here with Mel B as your host, talking to you from the heart of the Hawaiian Islands here in Maui. Super, super stoked to be back on the podcast. I've been wanting to do this for a couple weeks now, so I am happy to be back. Welcome to all the new listeners. Even if there's just one out there, I'm always happy to have you included in helping to inspire the world. So thanks for listening. Thanks for joining. If you haven't had an opportunity to check out some of the previous podcasts, you should. Some of them include self-care is your health care, having an attitude of gratitude, and just self-awareness. So all positive things, positive light, positive energy, sending that out to the world. You know, I think so much in our lifetimes, we come across things that are filled with negativity or just bumps in the road, crosses in the road that, you know, we may stumble upon or find ourselves in difficult situations or asking ourselves, why me? You know, I feel like if we share more of our information and more of our stories to one another in how better to get through these moments in life, we will better understand that we know that we are not the only ones out there feeling such situations and just maybe a new trick or a new way or a new avenue of thinking that could help you on the next crossroads. So that's what I hope to accomplish with talking to everyone out there that's listening. I thank you so much for even just taking a moment to even hear me as a person or my voice out there. And I hope that I bring you um, great light and I uplift you and maybe I help you get through one minor struggle in your life and that would be just the greatest accomplishment for me. So yeah, just sending that love out there. Today's topic is about judgment. Sounds like such a strong, harsh word. And that's probably because it is kind of harsh. Um, I'm just solely going pretty much off the cuff here. It's just been something I've been thinking a lot about lately in, um, I guess for myself and for others and just perceptions, I think every day we deal with something that we may want to judge or we feel judged and it's just, I think a good topic of conversation for the world to be paying attention to right now. Um, We definitely all need to start holding less judgment on ourselves and understanding what that consists of, I guess. So, you know, maybe just take a moment as to how you may judge yourself, that you know you judge yourself in certain ways. Or is there certain things that you do in your day that maybe you change or reconfigure because you're worried that someone else is going to judge you? And that's a big one right now. I mean, How many people in the world are portraying themselves or, you know, just putting themselves out there in a way that maybe isn't their true selves, but 
they feel that if they do it that way, they will be judged less. And in reality, that's all amongst our own thoughts. So really, it's like we're judging ourselves prior to even putting ourselves out there. Hopefully that makes sense. But I just really want to touch and hone in on the fact that judgment is a serious, serious thing sometimes, you know, it really carries a moral um, feeling, like a a moral judgment or assignment of a a right or a wrong or a good or an evil or um, just just placing judgment on somebody else or, or really just always wondering what someone else will think. And I think you can be the most confident person out there and still have times of, you know, an insecurity of thinking that someone may judge you or think differently or, or, or really just caring what other people think is, is a big deal. Um, I know even when I started this podcast, I was, a little bit hesitant at first I was like oh this sounds really fun and it's exciting and wow if I could reach out to the world in a way that could actually you know grasp people's attention and maybe change someone's life along the way that would be an amazing thing to do and then on the flip side of that I wondered oh my god are some of these people that I know going to hear my voice and are they going to think what I'm doing is weird or are they going to think that maybe I don't have the expertise to be speaking my opinion to the public and then rewind and go no I don't really give a shit what other people think and I know that my intention is good and hey maybe I'm not a professional podcaster at this point but I'm learning and it's something that I'm intrigued by and it's something I'm excited by And if the end goal is to actually possibly touch someone's lives in a way that could help them, then I'm down. I'm going to dive right into a pretty heavy example as to when I held a lot of judgment. When I was younger... I had a brother pass and I also had an aunt and an uncle and a grandfather who passed all within a small period of time and that was very difficult on my mother and um, we grew up in an area that things like counseling and just a lot of support systems weren't really there for our type of family so um, not that I'm I almost sound like I'm coming up with an excuse, but um, I just want to kind of throw out there that I guess as far as the the social system and and how things can be easily, readily available um, are not. And so with that being said, a lot of uh, death had happened in our family. Um, My mother chose to deal with death and the coping of that through substance abuse, which, um, then in turn took a toll on, you know, things like her other children who were, I guess, frustrated with it. So, um, but with the whole substance abuse, um, lifestyle 
I grew up and had this massive, massive amount of judgment that I was holding upon anyone that was in the realm or sector or just vicinity of my mother. And I just really, really held a lot of judgment towards anyone that was using drugs and at the time you know I may not have been educated about the situation or I guess really even just had the compassion of better understanding that that she was using those things as a coping mechanism but more so on wanting to find blame holding a lot of anger holding a lot of frustration as a child and um, just portraying that not only towards her, but towards others. And I, I remember very distinctly, um, how I felt about anyone who was associated with her, any one of her friends. And I was, I was very open about it because I was so frustrated at the time. And I was probably dealing with like those deaths in my own way or, or just the level of frustration because I knew that my mother was obviously using drugs in a way that um, was definitely not healthy for her or anyone around her or her entire family. So here I was, every single person that she would come over, they could have been a very nice person, introduce themselves. I mean, everyone was very trying to be kind to me and I would just disregard them. I would be rude. I would say it like it was, call a spade a spade, straight up be like, oh, are you one of my mom's drug addict friends that are here visiting? Like not, no filter whatsoever. Very frustrated. Um, but in the long run, what ended up happening is because I was so frustrated by the situation, I decided that I would engulf myself into school and that was a safe place for me and I had a lot of amazing teachers and I had just decided that I wanted to go in the complete opposite spectrum of everything that I felt like I had to witness and so I decided that I was going to go to university and I was going to work in the social sector field whether that be a social worker whether that be a drug addictions counselor, whether that be a parole or probation officer, all I knew was that I came from an area in which I felt like I completely could see all the wrongdoings and I wanted to go to school so that I could help people that were in that situation maybe get out of it. And in doing so, Thank goodness, because over time I slowly evolved and some of the first jobs I did was worked at kid, like worked at group homes with kids that weren't adopted out. And if I thought I had a bad situation, you know, it was minor in the grand scheme of some of the stories that I had, had read about or heard about with some of these other children. So um, even when you think your situation is tough, there's always a tougher situation out there. So just always try to keep that in mind and, um, and just always keep going with educating yourself, especially if it's in an area that you judge so strongly against. So one of my first jobs out of 
university ended up being at a methadone clinic and I'm super thankful for that because I swear to this day my mother is still alive and I probably have um, you know that first job to thank because um, getting that job at the methadone clinic and working with people who had addictions it was it was very eye-opening to me to see that it wasn't just my problem it wasn't just in my family it was like across the board Um, so when I started working for them I think my title at the time was a hepatitis C community development worker and what I was doing was a needs assessment for the city of of Kingston for Health Canada at the time and um, finding out what the new risks new health risks were um, for individuals that were using crack cocaine and crystal methamphetamine so pretty deep into it basically I interviewed a a ton of addicts that were using crystal meth and, and crack cocaine and um yeah just did a a lot of community development work and um just to see how um basically we could contribute to um the city in in ways to reduce um the spread of of hepatitis c so that was a pretty heavy job coming coming out of university but it was very eye-opening and i think um even during the first week which was, uh, I'll never forget, you know, um, uncomfortable, but comfortable in a sense that all the information that I had now learned about opiates and things like that, I had actually went in and talked to my boss at the time and got my mom signed up for the methadone program. And, and had I not, I don't know that she would still be here today. So I'm super grateful and super thankful for that, but I'm more thankful, um, for just better educating myself in knowing and having a better understanding and more compassion for the situation because I think society as a whole definitely has the same perception that I did you know um, drug addicts are easy to blame it's their own fault you know they choose to do that they've lost all their resources you know but knowing that if you can hold more compassion in that I interviewed over a hundred people that were hardcore drug addicts um, and not a single one of them wanted to be in that situation and not one, not one really enjoyed the situation that they were in. They all chose, they all wanted like a different life if they could have it and they really just felt like they were entrapped and and that the majority of them were actually using drugs as a coping mechanism so over time they had lost their life skills and their coping skills and their social skills and likely their closest family members and friends Um, it's definitely a vicious cycle in the mental health system you know, will forever need to pay attention to that area for sure. So, um, I'm super grateful and thankful for that job because what it did is it opened up my eyes to all those people that I was judging and even my own scenario and my own, my own situation in my life and, and how much I judged my mom and all of her friends that 
in this situation, I, I learned very quickly that, oh my God, they don't even really want to be here. Like they're, they've entrapped themselves in this situation that they don't even know how to get out of. So you or I, as a person that may be healthy minded or can find different avenues as to how to cope with your life are, you know, the, the outsiders looking in being like, why can't these people do this? Well, their mental capacity is obviously not at that level. So, um, the system is broken down for them in terms of, and I don't mean the societal system, even though that's included as well, but the system of maybe their mind or maybe the judgment they hold on themselves or, um, things like guilt or maybe traumas and, it's not like there's a therapist that's knocking at your door when shit hits the fan or your child dies or your brother dies or like your whole family dies. I mean, it's up to you and even more so in, in a country like the United States, you know, in Canada, that, that stuff is actually free. You can, you can go and talk to somebody if you want to. But they're not there knocking on your doorstep. They're not there saying, hey, right when you need this help, we're here for you. It's more like you're in a downward spiral. Your mind is everywhere. Chaos is all around you. And somehow in the midst of that, you're supposed to make like the ultimate choice to be like, oh, I need help. So I'm going to go speak to a professional. Like, let's be realistic about that. So, um... Yeah, so I just really wanted to, um, I guess, disclose that, you know, there was a time in my life that I held a severe amount of judgment um, towards individuals who did drugs and things like that. But it also, it also pushed me in a way that I wanted to educate myself more about it. And through that avenue of doing that, I found the answers later on in life that, helped me judge less and helped educate my mind better in a way that provided me with more empathy and more compassion towards people in that situation. And I think it was just seeing it outside of my own realm. So outside of my family dynamic and outside of my family box and, and not that I was like, okay, I feel better about it because other people have these problems. It was more like a light switch turning on being like, oh my God, all of these people don't want to be in this situation where the the whole time I thought you're like where if my mother was going out and doing drugs, I thought you're doing this to me and you're doing this to yourself and you're choosing to do this. And um, there obviously has to be some level of responsibility because I have learned over time, you literally cannot help somebody who doesn't want to be helped. So they, they have to be in a situation that they definitely want to have help. But just knowing that it's a vicious cycle because part of the mental health breakdown of, of doing all these drugs is, is, you know, just wearing them down even more. So um, coming to that realization that, that, you know, they do need help is, is, uh, 
or or not that they need help but taking that first step to do it and then being consistent because you have to think the average person can make appointments can schedule appointments they can be on time they can be semi-punctual once you've lost completely all of those life skills um, those are definitely hard to build back up upon so and then the people that usually help you get there are the ones that are um, you know helping guide you through the process which are you typically the people that um, you know have turned against that person because they've been the person that's been subject to all sorts of things like negativity and theft and um, who knows abuse like all sorts of things so um, but yeah I just wanted to share a little bit of that experience and in, in knowing that um, I really just you know I'm, I'm su- I, I hold judgment in in my heart high to the point that um, I really try to recognize not to do it to people because I, I want to give someone the benefit of the doubt and I do really want to share the message out there to the world that until you've walked a day in that person's shoes, like literally, how much can you judge upon them? You know, give that person the benefit of the doubt, help them along the way. And even in the most frustrating moment that you may be having with a person, try to empathize with their situation. You know, you could be having everything from a shitty neighbor situation and your neighbor is like just the biggest dick or does the stupidest stuff all the time just to piss you off or um but try to empathize with the situation in that how sad is it that that person maybe has to do those types of things to get any type of attention whether or not it even be negative you know so um just trying to always come at things with a I guess with a empathetic or compassionate perspective is a very good idea um and then really trying to hold a lot less judgment on yourself is another message that I want to send out there because this day and age I mean everything is visual everything's like filtered everything's you know on the up and up to try to be I guess perfect per se but Um, let's all just kind of reel it back in and remember that we're human, you know, and everything isn't going to be perfect. And we all need to start talking a little bit more about, you know, the perceptions and perspectives that life is really about, because it's going to be a scary world if we're sending our children, um, out there thinking that, um, there aren't these types of problems because there are. And people need to talk about them because um, it's very it's very disheartening to, you know, I think an individual when maybe they don't have a vast amount of people to bounce their perspectives off of or their feelings off of. And, and then all they have to compare it to are things like social media. And there's no way, like there's absolutely no way a person can be emotionally going through some, you know, tribulations and try to look out to social media for reference. You know, the odd time you can, depending on what you follow or whatever, and you can, what I like to do is keep things like positive quotes and put more positivity and, and more beneficial things in your feed 
And if those algorithms are working correctly, your feed should be full of a bunch of positive shit. Because that's one thing I've noticed is, you know, depending on what you like and what you follow and what you, you want your whole um, feed or, or just responses to look like, you know, it's, it's all basically what you're putting out there. So, um, but that being said, some of it can be a little bit, um, I don't want to, well, yeah, I'll just state it like it's fake. Some of the shit out there is just straight out fake. Like they're not talking about the emotional issues that people go through at different times in their lives or at different ages or stages in their lives. So just always be aware of that and be conscious of, of different things that people are going through and try to find compassion with, with, with each situation that you are in. Um, information can be misconstrued so easily. And I know, I I don't know if I said this earlier, but just the idea that someone can provide you with a ton of information about someone or something, and maybe you have, you have no direct knowledge or no direct, uh, reference to, to give to that person because you've never met them, but all you have is this pile of information that somebody else has given you. And I'm not saying don't take any of it, but I'm just saying don't take all of it. Please leave room to make your own judgment on something in a positive way. So, um, I mean, the biggest thing I think with, with judgment is you ask yourself, can I trust this person and should I respect this person? I guess the biggest message that I'm trying to send out there is that judgment is separation when you think about it. It's you separating yourself from another person or you separating the fact that you would do something different than another person and then just separation from yourself because Once you begin to judge yourself and not do things based on the thoughts or actions of others, you're separating yourself from who you really are. So I think as long as you stay true to who you are and focus on the fact that you want to be true to yourself, because ultimately that's, that's the number one. You need to hold your truth in your heart and you need to be the true person that you are and in knowing that you can always be better or evolve as I like to say try to hold less judgment against yourself and others offer that benefit of doubt to somebody provide that moment of empathy provide that moment of compassion in a situation where you attempt or are about to become frustrated and empathize with the situation or maybe where that other person may be. Really, really think about the next time you go to speak ill of a person if you've thought about walking in that person's shoes. And have you really been in that situation? Or anything even close to it for you 
to give your opinion, especially to someone else, because ultimately, sometimes we provide information out there and it gets stated as fact and it could potentially ruin people's lives, you know, so let's just all focus in on removing less judgment from ourselves, less judgment from others and move towards a more empathetic and compassionate realm of thinking and I think we'll start to move in the right direction. So I hope you are all with me and I want you to have a fantastic week. I'm super stoked to be back on the podcast. I'm definitely not going to wait as long as I did last time to do another one and thank you for listening. Have a great day.